There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lunch with Leah, episode 506, and here's Leah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Miami. Oh, my God. Today, it was deluging all night and all day. I left early to get here because I didn't even know if I could get here because the flooding is so bad because they fixed the beach. I don't know if it's still fixed, yeah, but they it's did. It's not. <laughs> well, they did at one time fix it. <laughs> like putting a Band-Aid on a leak oh, in a, what they a did? dam. <laughs> well, now in my neighborhood. A $500 million dollar Band-Aid, by the way. They should have just done it right. But, you know, Philip Levine did a great job, but no. he got so much resistance from everybody. You know, he had to fight for that. Yes. He was the mayor of Miami Beach, and if he, they should have listened to him and done it right. He, he would have been a great governor, by the way. I was supporting him all along. But anyway, so then when I start coming over here today, though, I mean, half the cars were like off to pull off the street. It was like two feet, three feet of water. I was getting nervous. My circle driveway has water in it, sanding. But you know how you're supposed to pump your brake, right, yeah. to keep the water out? So I did that anyway, whatever. So what's going on? Well, let's see. You know what, Jason? I told you this, but... James, I didn't tell you. So there's, you know, when you're at home, which I've been home since March the 14th, except when I come here once in a while, uh, you see everything that goes wrong. So the last time there was a big storm and everything blew out. So they had a surge protector come in, you know, someone to put in a surge protector. So it's a box. It was about this big, like three by four by three metal. You know, they, so you walk in the back door and there's an electrical panel behind uh, hedges. They put it to the side of the electrical panel. They screwed it in there in metal. Now, the, glass, the door is glass panels. So if you open the door, you're going to crash the panel. What is wrong with people? You know, I can never go downstairs in the morning or any time without 20 things and afraid of right away. Come here. I'm like, I'm not even awake yet. And I look over there, and she's had to put a big brick there to make sure no one opens the door. Because if they open the door, then it's going to break the glass. We had to call the guy, have him come back. And when he came back, I went out and talked to him. He came back. Take that off your list. So I, I said to him, I said, you know, what was you what was anyone thinking? I didn't blame it on him. I said, whoever did that, it's probably him. What were they thinking? He goes, Yeah, the glass, the glass. Well, I was shocked he spoke English, so let's start there. And he fixed it. And guess what he did? How he fixed it. You can put the box inside the panel and put a little clear plastic, it looks like a credit card, on the outside that's screwed to show you exactly where the box is. So you'd never see the box. 
Because I was saying, well, can't you put it here or here or here? Oh, no, I'm going to put it inside. So now I go out there, and here's a big panel box, and it's like a little clear plastic credit card that looks like it's been screwed in there. And on the back side of it, inside the box, is the surge protector. You know, Miami, you know, is it Miami? Is it me? Is, is it, are we in a third world country? Is it a banana republic? Is it everywhere like this? I don't know. I don't know how people deal with houses. I see why people just live in condos. But then you got to put up with the neighbors. And then you got to put up. <laughs> I'm learning my lesson both ways right now. I mean, the pros and cons. Yeah, it's like there's a, it's a and then you got to walk to take the dogs out. You got to go down the elevator and fight with the people. Or you got to go down the stairs. Or, you know, when I had the condo at Fisher Island, I was on the third floor. So I go right down the stairs and it was easy. But it's just, it's hard to live anymore. Anyway, so you guys are be watching the first ladies on CNN. You should not. You should go back and watch them all. It's on my list. I heard it was the number one cable movie last week. Oh, I didn't know that. Now, so far they had Michelle, who was the first one, I think. Hers was amazing. Then they had, uh, now they have Nancy Reagan, mm -hmm. and hers is going to be good. Then I guess they're going to have Hillary. What are they going to do when they get to Melania? Put up Christmas trees and go, I don't like Christmas and not my responsibility. I hate Christmas. Remember, she was caught on tape telling the girl, I don't like Christmas. It's a waste of time. F Christmas. What'd she say exactly? Something. F Christmas. Yeah, F Christmas. This? F Christmas. I might have to do it. I have to do it. I didn't want to do it. Who needs a Christmas tree? And meanwhile, Trump's in a rally going, if, the, if Biden's elected, he's going to cancel Christmas. <laughs> He is completely out of control. So this hilarious. morning, they were they were comparing <laughs> his normal lying to how much lying he in has been done week. in the last yes, week. Yes, I saw and that. It's unbelievable. Out of the they did he did three was it three hundred lies in two it, day it, period or something? Yeah, and and they were talking about how many lies now he's just writing into his speeches at these rallies that are just completely false. Oh my god! It's oh, unbelievable. just crazy. If I forget to tell you guys, I'm going to be starting being on Jeff show again starting sometime next week i'm going to go to la for a few weeks mostly to do jeff's show <laughs> the only thing i'm going to do is his show and stay home and hibernate rj's ready for different food so pick up different food to go he's sick of our neighborhood food he's sick of the cooking that we and he and i do so we're going to do that meanwhile um there's another special on cnn called by what's his name uh zakari yes. zakari something zakari Whatever. Anyway, he's like a really uh, brilliant guy. He's studied world history. He's very well informed. He's really not political. He's really more like an intellectual academic. He had a series on called What the World Thinks of America. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it yet. Jason, is it warm in here? Could you turn the air on? Anyway, so he has this thing called what the world thinks of america it was a one-hour documentary it flew by it went by so fast i hope i t-voted i want roy jr to see it but it's the history of all the worlds and how they work together and how it's been it was just so good you need to watch it i think it should be required watching for every voter you know something i watched this week was on hbo uh it's a documentary about misinformation oh i heard and about how it that. has affected americans and i was I heard blown about 
Oh, wow. What station was that on? It's on HBO. Oh, HBO. So yeah. you can get it anytime. Anytime, so you can watch okay, it. Okay, so we have so to watch misinformation. Watch I, 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 you know is, who's responsible for a lot of that, other than Trump, is Facebook. Yeah, no, and that's Zuckerberg. what they, t they talk about. Social Zuckerberg, media if you're listening. And all of the parts that it has played yeah. in it. Yeah. And how, many, how much people now, like almost 70% of all people get their news from a social media feed now. Well, and it's ridiculous. Twitter is starting to tag misinformation. But Facebook, they kind of do it, but it's a wink and a nod. They allow it because Zuckerberg wants the big tax breaks that he gets from the Republican Party because he probably doesn't wind up paying any taxes at the end of the day. So he lets them propagate all the stuff on there and the propaganda. It's very annoying. But the amount of misinformation, I mean, that's why we're in the situation we're in right now with so much hate and yeah. conflict and division. Well, I read yesterday that... 48% of the Republican Party now believes in the yeah. QAnon, and um, the, the, the pedophile thing. The pedophile thing. thing. I, it's, yeah. What yeah. is wrong with people? I just... And it's you know like what? Trump feeds the story. Like he feeds the story because when he was asked about it, oh, I don't know anything about QAnon. I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Well, I do know they're really against pedophilia. So he's planning the story that you guys are helping us get rid of those Democrats that are into pedophilia, which was a completely made-up nothing to begin with. Remember the one guy drove like 3,000 yeah. miles to go to the pizza he's place? Alive. And then there, there was not even a room downstairs. It was nothing and it was like he went there to see this pedophilia ring that hillary clinton was running they didn't even have a room there it was just completely made up you know people are gullible i had no idea yeah, it's really, remember back I, I was telling someone yesterday about eight years ago there was a common phrase thrown around about the dumbing down of america yeah well here we are here we are <laughs> it's not just the dumbing down it's the it's the lack of character yeah. the lack of integrity the lack of decency the lack of people feeling like their word means anything or keeping their word, like that was what the damage that was done when we pulled out of, you know, NAFTA and the Iran-Contra deal and the uh, nuclear disarmament with, with all of those things we pulled out of. It just shows the world America doesn't keep their word. Yeah. So why are they inclined to ever negotiate with us or make a deal with us again? So they're moving on without us. But what they should have done, if you don't like the deal, you take the deal and you honor it and you improve on it. That's what normal people do. You improve on it. You don't just destroy it. But anyway, so then James had quite the experience this week. So he says that he goes in the line, was like three hours, but he was only in it for like an hour to vote. And this Federal Express truck was driving around, honking, intimidating voters, and it had... Trump signs all over it. Handwritten. Handwritten. Oh, handwritten Trump signs all over it. So he told me, so I said, oh, you should tweet that out. Well, then what happened? 6,000 retweets. Listen, I want to leave. Yeah, it had a lot. It was. I What'd think, you put in the but tweet? The, but the, I just wrote what happened, and I was trying to get FedEx's attention for some. He tagged FedEx. FedEx. Yeah, and I like six of their accounts. Took hours for them to answer. They finally answered. I did have a phone call yesterday from the head of security. <laughs> um, it was a con their official statement is that they are looking into the situation that it was a contract worker that was driving that van that day and they will absolutely be taking disciplinary actions that there is no room for any of that in their company. So that's the response I got. But <laughs> in the meantime, uh, all the haters really came, came after me. They came out. And not only did they come out, they found out where I lived, they came Can by you my house. This? 
they called me at 10 o'clock at night, said they were coming to beat my ass. It was... Uh, uh, it, it, one guy showed up. And one guy showed one up in front of my yard with a Trump sign and said, I don't work for FedEx, so you can't report me. And, and he was... Can you believe this? Yeah. So... Well, and they, to, and they had to like search for my address. But you first know, my of business, all, my you got six thousand retweets like in a hot second. Number oh, yeah. one, it was it was so like everyone was talking about it. Then the news people called and said they were going to come out and interview you, and they did. And they did. They came out and interviewed, and we don't know if they put a clip or not. Put a clip on the news. We we didn't see it, but anyway, then the guy comes to the house twenty minutes after the the uh, news people left. I wish they would have been there and starts intimidating you. But for a federal express truck, a private industry truck that we spend a fortune with just in our business, much less big businesses how much they spend, driving around, intimidating voters, and honk, 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 and with Trump signs, I mean, this is what they did with the Al Gore versus George W. Bush. Roger Stone sent a crew of 200 thugs down to the voting precinct in Miami-Dade, and they were pounding on the doors for so loud that people in there got scared, left, and called security. He ran them out and stopped them from counting Miami-Dade. Then they went to Palm Beach. They were 500 votes short when they kept recount, when they were doing the recount, and the Supreme Court stopped them from voting at 500 votes so that he, they could appoint Gore, I mean uh, Bush, to the White House. Now look at what's happened since then. We would be way ahead on climate change. We would be leading the world on climate change. We would have multi-trillion, gazillion dollars in business by innovation for climate change, for product, and people around the world. But instead, what did we get? We got an Iraq war that destabilized the Middle East, that caused thousands of people to die, and trillions of dollars. That was because of these thugs, like you're talking about, that are driving around intimidating everybody. So the lesson is, you don't, don't stand up and stand by, you stand up. Stand up. Yeah, and the, and the location that I was voting at is, it's, you know, in Little Haiti. So it's a known uh, place where a lot of African Americans go to vote. Oh, yeah, and so there's so, intimidating them so, there. Yeah, but I also want to just state, and I've said this in my, in my official statement, too, that, you know, I don't care, you know, I do care personally about if you vote for Biden or if you vote for Trump. But at the end of the day, we're all Americans, and we all have the right to vote, and it's our civil duty to do so, and we should be able to do so without feeling intimidated yeah. or threatened or with some type of retaliation. And that's... Why That's did the it? Point. I would have done the same thing if they it, had been Of Biden course signs. we would have. You're not going to intimidate and bully. And you know where that starts? It starts with Donald Trump when he told liberate Michigan, liberate Michigan. And what happened when they liberated Michigan? They took their assault weapons and all that nonsense to the Capitol, threatened the um, governor. And what did Trump do? He said, you know, you should really negotiate with them. They're nice people. And now it turns out that those nice people that were there, 11 of them, I think it's 11, were in a fight, were, 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 were threatening, they made a plan and a plot to kidnap her, put her on trial, and execute her. And what did Trump do when the plot came out? Never once mentioned the plot, but he started trashing her again. That nasty governor, Michigan, that nasty yes. woman, and started again after he found out they were planning to kidnap her, execute her, and 
instead of saying, you know, this should not be tolerated in this country or anywhere in the world, we don't believe in violence, and they're going to be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Instead, he does never mentions them, ever, other than to bring up that nasty woman in Michigan, that governor, that nasty governor, and incites more violence, and yeah. he's still doing it. She was no, on the other night it. talking about, you know, she said children, a husband. It's not just that. It's what, just horrible. Look, Dr. Fauci, he gave an interview the other night, too, and he was said that they've had to hire personal security for him and his family. Yeah, he can't, just, he, can't he can't even go on his jogs anymore. Yeah. He has to walk with his wife and two security guards. He used to be a jogger. And now Trump's trashing him. Oh, he's an idiot, and he didn't know what he's talking about. And number, the number one expert in the world. I just can't. Yeah. Oh, my God. Meanwhile. You got a couple of people are saying they want you. To, Adam Dobson said, have a nice flight. He wants to know if you're ready for the debate tomorrow. <laughs> God, you know what? Trump is acting like a petulant child. He's already started slamming the woman, I can't think of her name right now, that's uh, going to do the debate. The NBC reporter. The, the reporter. Kirsten Walker. Yeah. She's going to do the interviewing or the debate moderating, just like he went after how he hated Savannah Guthrie. He can't stand women questioning him. Yeah, but a week he before, can't stand they, have, women. they showed a clip of him a week a week ago talking about how great when she got her new TV show on NBC. He's like, you're such a fine lady. I really that. And then now she's the debate thing and he's trashing he her. Like, he hates her. And he's already saying it's rigged. He's already saying it's unfair. He's already saying it's biased. He's already saying she doesn't know what she's doing. She's over her head. They could do better. He's trashing her to lower, to be able to blame her for his lack of debate skills, because all he knows how to do is bully. That's really what his debate skill is. So that's happening. And, and then yesterday, he threw a temper tantrum with Leslie Stahl. And he's, are you, something really bad must have happened, because he walked out. They showed the picture yes. of him walking out, pouting and smoke coming out of his ear and just to people. He's like a baby. He's like a petulant toddler. Doesn't get his way. He throws a temper tantrum and pouts and goes home. So now he's trashing Leslie Stahl in 60 minutes. And well, wait till you see what I did to her. So to cover up his misbehavior, he's trying to spin it like I did it on purpose to punish her, when the truth is he just probably flubbed it. But what he doesn't realize, he's just so stupid. Yeah. He's just running up the ratings. <laughs> Everybody's going to watch now. So whatever he did is going to be personified. <laughs> well, Am that, I right? Well, that's what I, I heard Anderson Cooper say last night. Perhaps he did it on purpose so that he gets higher ratings in that interview than Biden did uh, his, just I to mean, get the ratings. It's a nice possibility, but he didn't. She pushed one of his buttons and he went off. Yeah, That's probably. what happened. Because apparently he stormed out 45 minutes into it. And yelled it. at her for not wearing a mask. And, and then yelled at her for not wearing a mask because she had been tested. The two assistants had been tested and she was on her way back when they stopped her to talk to her after the interview about what happened. And she didn't have the mask on for a hot second. But the well, audacity. She, she already had it. She was in the hospital with it earlier in the fall. Yeah, so but he, no. or I mean, in the, in the year. So what? He, but that's not even the well, point. But he thinks he's immune to it now. So. <laughs> but, the, but that's not even the point. The point is that he's he's out trashing yeah. everybody for wearing a mask. And then the first time someone doesn't wear one for two minutes when they've been tested and everybody in the studio has been tested, he's trashing them for it. He's just like he's just like a walking nut job. I can't anymore. <laughs> Katie wants to know, what do you think about the Kardashians' prison reform? And I'll just throw this in. You know, David Letterman has that show on Netflix. He is interviewing her, and I heard he really held her foot to the fire, but she did not budge 
on you know why she's doing what she's doing. Let's put it this way. Jason and I have been working on prison reform for 20 something years yeah. and you didn't hear us talking about it. So I'll just, I'll just leave it there. Okay. Uh, endless, okay, so then to go out of town, I have endless list. Jason has a, a list of 100 pages. Paul has a list of 20 pages. I have two Spanish lists of 15 pages each. I have, everybody has a list. So I have been working nonstop, 18 hours a day for like 10 days to get everything done so there are no last minute surprises so I don't have to do anything. Yesterday, Freda puts me on the phone with her doctor. She needs to go have her blood work done before she can have her prescription filled for her high blood pressure and something else and it has to be done. She can't, they won't fill the prescription. I'm like, why are you telling Miss three days before? How am I going to go take her to, I'm not going to go to one of these, she's, well, you can take her down to Quest. Have you know what's going on at Quest? Oh, no. I, they've been trying to get me to go Don't, there. To do I, stuff. I wouldn't go there for a long time. No way you're going to go to Quest or LabCorp in the middle of a pandemic. And not only that, that's where all the drug testing goes for everybody on probation. Yeah. So if you're on probation, you have to get a drug test once a week. So I convinced them, you know, I believe it. After 20 minutes of arguing with this woman, she was very sweet, and I probably was rude to her. Well, you know, Jason, remind me, I should probably send her some damn strawberries. Write that down. I was really short with her, but I was just perturbed. And Freda's sitting there, and then she's in there. I said, look, she doesn't speak English. I barely speak Spanish. It's a miscommunication, but you have my number. I told her a month ago when I went to get her prescription filled and they wouldn't refill it, that she had to make sure she got on top of it. Mm -hmm. So I talked him into coming to the house to take her blood work today. <laughs> and they're going to give her a prescription before she leaves. <laughs> But, I mean, I'm not going to go to take her to Quest no. or any drug place. No. I, had my, I had my online doctor visit this week, and they were talking to it. And I have to go have somebody look at my foot, and I don't even want to do that. No, you don't want to do it. You, know? you need then, to wear a garbage bag from here to your knee and then just put your foot inside the window. Say, can you come out can to my car? I need you to come out to my no. car and look I'm at my knee. To, I'm going to do a bone density. Too, so I need to, everybody needs to do that once a year. That. I haven't done that. I skipped all my stuff this year, and RJ skipped his. I'm not doing it unless it's, something's really wrong, you know. So meanwhile, Rush went on the radio show and oh, said that he all. knows now that his days are limited. And uh, so I kind of felt sorry for Rush him. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah, Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. I felt sorry for him. I sent him a nice little email telling we were thinking about him and wishing him well. I mean, I hate everything that comes out of his mouth politically. I really do. It just drives me up the wall. On the other hand, he's got a big heart and he's very generous. But I do believe, and you know, maybe just call me naive, I believe about 50% of what he says is entertainment, <laughs> performance entertainment, and 50% he really believes. But in any well, event... Oh, it did. It's right here. Can you hear me yeah, better they now? They couldn't hear you. The mic well, thanks fell. for letting us know. I, don't, I wouldn't want you to miss a word. I think her, her mic fell down. But anyway, so we wish him the best. That's that. And um, oh, so now I told you I'm going to be on Jeff's show. I need all of you to go on Jeff's Instagram and say, oh, we want Leah to come on. We want Leah to come on. <laughs> okay, moving along. Now, this is an example of why Miami is a laughing stock of the world right here. You know, they call it Florida, and everything that goes wrong seems to go wrong in Miami, you know, like the craziest stuff. So the judge ruled, are you listening, that Tootsie's Strip Club can stay open past the curfew. They don't have to abide by any of the food and beverage bills. 
And now here's why. Are you listening? The human body is a thing of beauty. Combined with the form of dancing and music, and it's an important for eroticism, beneficial to society, societal activity, and it's likened to free speech. A judge mm -hmm. in Miami <laughs> said that. What, is she one of the ones that goes to the strip club? I mean, who, why huh? would she, does she know <laughs> the owner? Yeah, yeah. Does she does she own stock in it? Does somebody she know own it? Does one of her relatives work there in food and beverage? Does she know some of the dancers? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. If there's ever a place to spread an airborne contact disease, it's a strip bar. Or any club inside. Or any club. Listen, I saw David Grutman yesterday on TV, and they were asking him, you know, he's the king of nightlife down yeah. here in Miami. He owns Live and Story and many, and the whole Grutman Entertainment Group. And they were talking about, you know, when he does he feel like he's going to be able to reopen. He said definitely not, he's not reopening the two big clubs. Was he being responsible he, about absolutely. it? Absolutely. Well, said, that's he, good. He said that, you know, until there's a vaccine, he cannot provide the experience that people are used to when well, they come in. Him. And he says, and it's also not safe for the other good employees. Good for him. But then, you know, he also was saying that there are ways that they can make some things work. Yeah. And that that's what they have to learn how well, to do. Well, good for but him. But he said he's not someone who does things half-ass. And yeah. he said, so until I can do it right yeah. and do it, give them the Grubman experience, he yeah. says, I'm not going to do but it. But, you know, he's smart to do that. He's smart to do that. People will respect him for it, and his business will be sustainable because of it. But it's, I'm kind of surprised to hear he stood up for it because I know a lot of people that hang out with him and hang out with that whole clique of partiers and yeah. groupies and club goers, and none of them wear masks. Mm -hmm. They all run around doing their selfies. They do go out to dinner without the mask. They hang out. They go everywhere and act like there's nothing going on. Yeah. So I'm surprised he stood up to them, and good for him. Yeah, but they have good opened Komodo at back up, which is one of his, his restaurants. Yeah, but, and, but you know, that's it's indoor, kind of, outdoor, it's indoor, outdoor, outdoor. So 25 foot ceilings, exactly. and I'm sure they've spread everything out. So they were talking know? about that too. But yeah, he um, he was very responsible and good he was, for you him. Know, he was being smart. All right, about moving it. on. Okay, so I got my flu shot. Roy Jr. got his flu shot, and Roy got his flu shot so we stood six foot apart just to set an example because I don't want people to think but let me tell you something these damn people they will not give you your space no, they won't. it's so annoying and so I said to RJ I said RJ um I really appreciate you maintaining the six foot distance because a guy was literally two feet from him and the guy didn't move so I said, RJ, you need to move so you're six feet away from everybody. He moved. The guy stood right there. Yeah. People do not give you your space. No, you know what I do? It's annoying. I put my hand out, and I say, if you can put your hand out and we can touch hands, we're too close. That's what I tell them. Well, because that's you like know, six feet right Well, there. at least you're in a neighborhood that they speak English. Well. But I'll tell you this. I went the other day to check out, and they were breathing down my neck again. So I put the basket as far back as I could, and then I went to the other thing so that I could empty it. And the minute that I moved that basket, they were right there again. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't, I'm here. it's almost like you don't want to say too much because they're belligerent about it. Yeah. But everybody does have to have their mask on in the grocery stores. I'll give them that. And they were cleaning down all the, the carts, you know, mm -hmm. this and that. And then I spray everything down before I put it in the car and then before I tip it in the house and then when I get it in the house. But the idea that people just are so rude, you're not going to check out any faster by being 
one foot from somebody than you are if you're six feet. You're going to check out at the same time. What is the problem with people? I don't know. I can't take it anymore. Meanwhile, did you I, know? Go ahead. I was just I was shocked at you know at the vote at the voting center the other day at that little library and they had at least two hundred people inside and what I didn't oh, like God. was like you would go in to where you would have to pick up your ballot. And that area was kind of spaced out right. But then they sent you to the little area where you fill in, fill in the actual ballot, and everybody's standing on top of each other. I mean, and, and no one was less than a foot away from the next person. It was, it was you awful. Know, it, you know, people have to take personal responsibility. They can give you the rules and the guidelines, but if you don't follow them, and here again, this starts at the top. Trump's having these big rallies. He's making fun of everybody that got the virus that didn't come out like Superman. And so people are not taking it seriously enough, and they're not following the guidelines. Meanwhile, did anyone notice my eyelashes? <laughs> RJ said they look ridiculous. I like your eyelashes today. <laughs> I think they look good. I was in the line for the flu shot, and I was like, I'm going to just run over there really fast. So I ran over and grabbed them. <laughs> this is silly. I was bored. They look good. This is the only thing I bought since March the 14th. Look at all the money I'm saving. Um, meanwhile, RJ, me, Freda, and Roy, all of our ballots are counted. Yay! Got that done. Okay, meanwhile, Robert Redford's son died at 58 years old of cancer. That was very sad. Lung cancer, I think. It, no, pancreatic cancer. Oh, it's very sad. So in other news, the basketball teams that stayed in the bubble, they were able to finish their season. And the uh, football teams had problems. And the baseball seasons finished their problems. So that just tells you the football teams weren't following the rules. Because if you can, if the, if the other ones were staying, you know. By the way, speaking of a bubble, I have to get this off my chest. You know I'm a big, I'm a big Biden fan. I know him personally. He's been to my home more than a few times. He wrote this most amazing letter to RJ to get out of school for the day to come and listen to him talk. He's down to earth. He sat in my house and just made phone calls and just it's just the nicest thing ever. I don't know Kamala. She wouldn't have been my first pick, but I'm fine with it. I think she's very smart and accomplished and qualified and capable. But she was exposed to the virus. Why? Because a flight attendant got on her plane. Can I ask you something? Everyone's making sacrifices. Why do you need a flight attendant? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. On a private plane. It's a government rule. No, it's not. Then tell them to go sit in the cockpit 
with a mask on. There has to be a, a flight now, for every five people. Let me tell you what, okay, then they have to take the test. She wasn't in a bubble, okay? She's not, she was on TV the night before saying, well, I'm living in this bubble, that's why I feel safe. No, you're not living in a bubble if you let a random flight attendant on your plane. Now let me tell you what I told them they had to do for our plane. Both pilots have to have their test the day before, and they have to have a test the day of. And the third flight attendant that they want to send, I said, I don't need. They said, well, it goes with the plane anyway. I said, great. That person also has to have a test the day before, the day of, and that person can stay in the cockpit. I don't need them around us. That is what, you know, I could, we could still get sick, but I'm going to take every precaution. But you don't let a random flight attendant on your plane, especially someone that hasn't been tested. So don't tell me you're living in a bubble and then tell me you have a flight attendant. That is just, I'm sorry, I, I just burned me up. I just like that we need everybody right now focused, campaigning, getting people to vote, making the case for Biden. We don't need you being exposed because a flight attendant that you don't even know got on your plane. Oh, it just pissed me off. Anyway, whatever. And housewives. Speaking of news, okay, I'm a big bubbles. Well, let's talk. Yeah, speaking of bubbles, these people do live in a bubble. Okay, Orange County. I watched it. I t voted. I watched it in the middle of the night because there was nothing else on. Because normally, what I like to do and you still fell asleep. is I <laughs> usually what I like to do is I t vote them. I only really watch two or three. I watch really New watch, York, Beverly Hills, and a little bit of Orange County. But I t vote them and I go through them fast. My the one I mean, New York is hard. To, it's fun to watch because they're just crazy they're always drinking so much and Beverly Hills I like because I like the neighborhood and I recognize the places and I live there half the time and I like the glamour of it but Orange County I I don't know why I just kind of watched it the other night and I don't know it's like they were forcing it I don't know how to say it listen it felt very forced it I don't know if that was the first time I had ever watched a housewife show I would never watch another one I thought it was just You know, very I hate boring. to say it because it could pick up momentum and be Maybe. really, really good. I heard they had a hard time pulling the whole Well, season. you got to realize, too, they're just coming off of, you know, the COVID quarantine, and, that, and they're yeah. dealing with all of that, and people probably, they don't want to bring too much of that up and drive everyone crazy with it. And I love the producers of that show, and I'm hoping it makes it, but... I don't know. You know, you go to Shannon. She's got a new boyfriend. Okay, check the box. She seems very happy. Great for her. Kelly's going to have get married. Great. She got married to a Fox guy. So there goes Kelly. She drank the Kool-Aid, I'm sure, even though I still adore her. Um, a lot of people don't, by the way. Uh, then they go to the psychic, and then uh, the new the new girl Elizabeth comes on. She might be interesting. She might be. She might. She might be, she might be interesting. And then, you know, Emily's gained a lot of weight and has a new boyfriend, is in love, and fighting with the husband over the child support and whatever. I don't know. It was her 11-year anniversary. I, I don't know. And Bronwyn moved out, and Bronwyn she's moved not out even from with the her husband now. anymore. And remember last year, the whole thing, we're so in love, and yeah. I'm going to treat him to a threesome on his birthday and all this bullshit, and now here they are divorced. Yeah. You know, you never know what's going on. And they're introducing her son as a drag queen this year. Oh, they are? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah, so so anyway, meanwhile, the thing with... Uh, wasn't Emily that gained the weight. I'm sorry, it was the other one, Jeannie, Gina. Gina. So Emily and her husband... This was the one thing that annoyed the too. hell out of me. She, he's, he's a jerk. He's like, well, finally you saw that it was your fault. Well, finally you're getting that I haven't been appreciated. 
Are you kidding me? It's like she is just like a stubborn wife. She needs to stand up to him and say, wait a minute, what are you talking about? I'm finally getting it. We're getting along now? Are we getting along because I'm just going to do everything the way you want it? I mean, I was just shocked. He reminds me of us. He reminds me of Don Jr. <laughs> For some reason. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> he seems slimy and it just not- annoyed the hell out of me because she was sitting there like a whipped woman, you know, like a verbally battered woman. Just and then she tries to kiss him and he goes, pulls away, and then he, oh, I didn't know that's what you were trying to do. Well, if you don't, if you can't tell that your wife at 10 years or whatever is trying to kiss you, obviously you're not aware of anything. I'm just, whatever. That got on my last nerve. That one just got on my last nerve. I don't know what to say. And then Kelly and Shannon are still at odds. Check another box. We got a fight going on. And then, Ke- oh, and then Bronwyn admit- says that she's an alcoholic and admits that she has a drinking problem. Well, isn't that interesting? It took one took one F one season of of a housewife. Only one season series. of housewife. She's already. It only took one season. What was it, what was it Leah? Um, it took Sweeney one said, season for her. She says we're all one drink away from a mugshot up here in New York. <laughs> so you know, I'm telling you, these housewife shows. Let me tell you what they do. They are catalyst for whatever is brewing underneath the surface, it comes out yeah. and it reveals who you really are. If you're dark and evil and a hater, or if you're a woman that lets a guy take advantage of you, or if you've got it together, it all eventually bubbles up to the surface. Well, it only took one season yeah, after one all season those years all she's been drinking since she's in high school, and <laughs> one season of the Housewives, boom, I got it. Anyway, well, wishing her well. And then in Beverly Hills, Tori Spelling, that's a sad story. She's going to be on as a friend. You know, I feel sorry for Tori Spelling. Her father was alive. He would never let what's going on go on. That mother's got hundreds of millions of dollars. And Tori and her husband are four or five kids, and they scrap for every mm-hmm. rent payment. Mm-hmm. I told you before, I, I would just say you stop writing the books, you stop going on reality TV, you stop putting your laundry out, and I'm going to support you and the kids and put the whole thing, but you've got to get a legitimate either a job or a project or charity or something other than this dirtying of the laundry. But now she's probably doing it because she probably needs the exposure. She needs to get back on TV. She needs to make money. I don't know. I just want to see the mansion. <laughs> I don't think he'll ever the show Aaron, that the mansion. Aaron, well, I don't know. They said Candy was coming on Let too, me tell so. you what. The only reason they're going to sell that mansion is if Candy's wanting to sell it. Well, I hope they show it. But let me tell you something. The um, I remember about five or six years ago that they asked Andy directly about Candy Spelling being one of the housewives. And yeah. he said he went to her house and they had a meeting and things like that, but he just didn't see it. But he said he was totally impressed with the house and his favorite room was like, there was like a wrapping paper room and he was talking about like the room you know that you to wrap gifts. I saw her with a friend of hers and I knew who the friend was. I think it might have been Kathy Hilton. Yeah. And, then and God, Kathy's going to be a friend on the show. But I saw her and Kathy Hilton at El Piccolino literally five feet from me uh, at dinner one night. And I can tell you that she's not housewife potential. <laughs> no, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, breaking news. Wrong. The $500 billion stimulus plan fails in the Senate. Of course it does. As the deadline for the deal looms. Breaking news. And guess what? If you don't vote out Mitch McConnell, Absolutely. what is wrong with you people? Get rid of him. He's the reason you're not getting unemployment. He's the reason you're not getting food stamps. He's the reason that you're not getting 
Oh, PPE, he's the reason you're getting nothing. His wife and him are billion, million, million millionaires from the business they do through the wife Chow's uh, position as head, head of Secretary of Transportation and her dad's big boat uh, company, uh, what do you call those big freighters? Apparently, the, the word on the street has always been that he's been known to move a few things around that weren't legal. And then Mitch has got all that money from being a senator from Kentucky, and he's controlling the entire Senate. So if you aren't getting your Social Security, I mean, you're not getting all of that stuff you, you're entitled to and that you need because of the lockdown that's not your fault, vote out every Republican. Every one of them have to go. The reason Mitch doesn't want to get that bill going right now is because the only thing he wants to do is railroad through the handmaiden's tail Barrett to the Supreme Court who doesn't believe in gay rights. She doesn't believe in the Affordable Care Act. She doesn't believe in separation between church and state. She, I mean, she does not believe in a woman's right to choose, and they want to railroad her through. That's it, and they don't care about the stimulus bill. You need to vote out Mitch McConnell. And by the way, donate to Jamie Harrison. I Wait till you see my bill this month. Oh, my God. I'm a sucker. I'm bored to death. It's middle of the night. I get an email a day, a minute. Jamie, this one, that one, MJ, Hager from Texas. I just give them all $10, $20, $50, $100, $250. Give money away because I want them to win. Oh, my God. And Roy doesn't see the bill. He wrote a check one time in 25 years, and the bank called to see if it was a forgery. <laughs> That's the truth. Uh, uh, we mean, need to do our five-second break for our commercial. Okay. And we're back. Okay, so meanwhile, oh my God, what is this guy? Uh, let's see. So, in news, did you know that most shelter dogs are there because of a family circumstance or a divorce, not because of misbehaving dogs? So, go get yourself a shelter dog. Now's a perfect time to do it. Your home is a good time to train them, you know, blah, blah. Anyway, because. Um, oh, meanwhile, did you know that over 26.2 million people had voted as of two days ago? I think it's like at 30-something yeah. million now. They're saying it's way outpacing way anything they've ever outpacing. seen before. So let's talk about did the you, virus. What? Go ahead. I was going to say, did you see the thing about the Pope today, about the documentary yes. and everything? Yes. yes. I didn't know if you were going to talk the about The Pope that. is going to, he, he came out and said that he blesses civil marriage between, not, not um, church marriage, but not religious marriage, but civil marriage between same sexes. Yeah, he said that, so progressive. That homosexuals were still children of God and deserved a family. Well, he shows a lot more common sense in the. Well, wait till I, wait till Amy Barrett gets on the court. If you think it's bad now, uh, so meanwhile, uh, in the virus, there are fifty thousand cases a day now. There were up to that was two days ago. Now it was sixty-five. Now it's 65 in the last three days, gone to 65. That quack doctor that uh, Trump met by watching Fox <laughs> News says, you know, that first he's not an internist. And uh, he says that, you know, we're just going to do herd immunity. And what that will mean is another two or three million people will die. It'll take us four or five years to get through it. And it's, it's, it's just every major health organization and every reputable internist or infectious disease doctor in the world has says that is not a plan. That is throwing up, that is like you would do 200 years ago 
when nobody had any resources and didn't know what to do, even then they knew better and just let it run its course. That's not a plan. That's just a, a white flag. Well, we surrender to the vet. And then they said they're gonna, well, we're just gonna protect the, the uh, vulnerable. Well, who decides who's vulnerable? You can be 25 years old and have asthma. You can be 30 years old and have, you know, a heart condition. I mean, there's a million things. That athlete just passed his, 20 years old, just passed his physical, died of COVID, uh, that little athlete. So then they're saying that Sturgis rally in South Dakota, remember all those guys on the motorcycles? That's what they have contributed the whole Northeast outbreak to. Apparently 500,000 people have spread the virus in the upper Midwest. And one example, there was a, a guy on there that got the virus. His girlfriend wouldn't go. She stayed behind because she said she thought it was an infectious situation. He winds up getting it. He gives it to her and he gives it to her sister. They have now determined that that one event is what started that whole spread of the virus in the Northeast. Unbelievable. I heard it was linked to like 200,000 ca 200, cases or something at like least. that. Yeah. Yeah, so at crazy. least. Yeah, at least. That's okay. Come on in. It's the mailman. The mailman. We like the post office. Don't let that DeJoy tell you to take those post boxes down. <laughs> Uh, okay, so apparently. Did you hear what she said while you were walking over there? Don't let that DeJoy tell you to take that post boxes down. So they're saying that it spread to 23 states that one uh, yeah. that one one motorcycle event, and um, they it's 330,000 minimum infections because of it. I just can't believe it. They were unmasked at the bars, at the restaurants. They had parties afterwards. They've had the second highest number of infectious disease per capita in the Dakotas, period, from ever. Well, I, I saw <laughs> Wyoming, Minnesota, Montana, and the Dakotas are leading in the infectious uh, um, numbers. I saw uh, a virologist talking about that situation on CNN this week, and then she also said that the next seven days here in the United States as a whole are going to be, the worst. be the worst. She says you're going to see probably a triple acceleration. Yeah, it's like multi-level marketing. Yeah. It's going to take on a life of its own. <clears throat> it's just going to grow exponentially. Okay, so now in the cases per million, as of right now, in the U.S., there's 673 cases per million. In Canada, there's 257 cases per million. So that's 60% more than Canada. In Germany, there's 117 cases per million. So we have seven times the infection that Germany has. And in Japan, there are 13 cases per million. We have 1,000 times, five, whatever times, you know, than Japan. Why is it that all these countries, Canada, Germany, and Japan, have it under control and we don't? Because they don't have Trump. Because they don't have Trump. <laughs> and, yeah, as, as of October the 16th, the United States had 70,451 70, cases on October the 16th and 29% of the cases worldwide with 4% of the population. It's because we have no leadership. There are still nurses that don't have PPE. No one wants to wear a mask that, that likes Trump. Uh, people think the social distancing, they take it for granted. And there's no national strategy. And there are no tests. I mean, the testing, I remember that back when it first started? Anyone that wants a test can get a test. That was in March. That was in March. He was told in February by the uh, by Xi in China that it was airborne. 
He told Bob Woodward that this is really serious stuff. Kids can get it too. You can get it from breathing. It's in the air. It's airborne. This is serious. You get it, you might be one of the ones that just drop dead from it. It's a serious disease. While meanwhile, even today in the middle of October, he is still out telling people, why is the news talking about it all the time? I'm sick of hearing about it. We're sick of it. We're just going to move on. Move on from what? The hospitals are now putting up pop-up hospitals yeah. again. I saw this morning there are five or six states right now, and all of the hospitals are just about at capacity. I just can't even. Kentucky, David Dale, that guy that's a commentator on CNN, he does he does um, uh, fact checking all the time. He yeah. should follow him on Twitter. No, that's who I was watching yesterday. Yeah, he's really good. He says for eight months Trump has been saying that the virus would disappear. And uh, 38 times since he announced that there was a virus acknowledged, since the time we had 15 cases that were going to go away and we're doing a good job, he has said 38 times that the virus is going to disappear. Uh, he, I mean, it, he listed all the times he said it, 38 times. It's just going to disappear. It's going to be like magic. It's a hoax. It's a Democratic hoax. They just want to bring me down. Uh, when the sun comes out, when Easter Sunday, we're all going to be celebrating. It's, we've, we've turned the corner. I tweeted the other day. He keeps saying, we've turned the corner. We've turned the corner. I said, well, when you're going in circles, you're always turning a corner. <laughs> Am I right? I mean, that should that's be one of your Leah's good. life lessons. You know what? Write that down. When you're turning a corner, you're always going in circles. He keeps saying, "We're going to turn the corner. We're going to turn the corner. We're going to turn the corner." When I heard that, I was like, "Oh, of course we're going to turn the. When you turn, when you're turning the corner all the time, you're going in a circle, and that's what he's doing." I just can't with these people. Oh my God! Uh, by the way, there's a graph out that shows that floats. And it shows like the states with the most, and then it, they move down, and then they move down, and they move down. Where do you think the number one state with the most is? Florida. And if you look at the chart, all of the states are red at the top, and the bottom, the highest one at the bottom is number six, which is California. Then you go down to more red states, and then you go to a couple of blue states. So out of the entire whole chart, it's red, one blue, red, blue, 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 red, blue, red. It's the red states. And remember the reason he, Trump and Kushner didn't want to send out the PPE and start a national strategy? It's because they didn't want to fund the bailout their blue states. Well, if you look at the amount of money paid into the federal taxes by the blue states, it's 10 to 1 past the red states. Kentucky is the poorest state in the country. They have the Kentucky, Louisiana, they're at the bottom of the list in Mississippi for education, for health care, for everything. I just can't get over the mentality of people. Brooke Love 1110, who is from Kentucky, says, I have already voted in Kentucky. I'm ready to ditch Mitch and send him back to Alabama where he belongs. We back. don't want him anymore. I can't stand him. I just, that big damn turtle. The fitness guru, 33 years old, Dimitri Sturchik, do you see he died of the COVID, COVID mm -hmm. and he was a denier. Yep. He said, I didn't believe that it, there it was a COVID virus until I got it. Well, that was smart. So he's dead now because of it. 
That's terrible. Now, let me give you something. You know, Trump's now running on the economy. You know how smart he is, and he's going to turn the economy around. The economy was so great. Well, all he was really doing was following the wave that Obama set up building the economy and taking credit for it. Because the first two or three years, it's usually the previous administration. Correct. And every time the, 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 the and every time a Democrat comes in, they clean up the mess of yeah. the last Republican. And that's a fact. You can look that up. Look it up. Bill Clinton, Clinton all of, look it up. You'll see. Obama, we always clean up the mess. So listen to Trump's strategy. You know they're broke now. They spent $100,000, his campaign, on Donald Trump's book, Donald Trump Jr.'s book, Tribber, Triggered, which helped get him on the New York Times bestseller list. Over $7.4 million were sent at Trump, spent at Trump-branded properties since 2017. This is your do donor money if you're donating to the Trump campaign. $38.7 million was spent in legal and compliance fees, meaning all Trump's legal problems, you're paying for those too. You know, when he grabbed the woman, all of it. Uh, the man of uh, the one with uh, uh, Cohen, all those cases, Stormy Daniels, we're paying all those legal expenses. In addition to tapping the RNC and his campaign to pay legal costs during the impeachment hearings we paid for, you, you paid for, he also relied on his political operation to cover legal cost for some of his aides. So all these donors, this is where your money's going if you're giving Trump your money, 14.1 million on the Republican National Convention. The event was uh, supposed to be in uh, Charlotte. They paid for that. Then they canceled it and went to North Carolina. They didn't cancel it. Charlotte canceled them. Then they went to North Carolina, and then Charlotte canceled them. And then they went to Jacksonville. And then after a dispute with North Carolina's Democratic governor over the coronavirus safety measures, Florida was likely the place it was going to go. And then we had to cancel it in Florida. And it mostly was online. So they paid for three conventions <clears throat> that they couldn't get their money back on when they were told all along, you have to have a virtual convention. The states aren't going to allow it. These were three, to one Democratic governor and two Republican governors that said, you're not having it here. We can't take the risk. Pay for and, that. And I read on that whole thing with Florida that now the city is trying to get the money back that they spent. Oh, they'll never get the money. They said it was something like no. almost $200,000. No, Trump owes over $1.8 million to local cities and states that his campaign won't pay for. They don't have any money right now. $912 million was spent on ads that ran on the personal Facebook pages of Parscale and Trump and his spokesperson, Katrina Pearson. $250,000 was spent on an ad during Game 7 of the World Series, which came after Trump was booed by spectators when he attended Game 5. $218,000 for Trump surrogates to travel aboard private jets provided by campaign and donors. Meanwhile, they were running ads in Washington, D.C. that has three delegates, number one, and Republican has never won the state of the, the Washington, D.C., ever. And they were putting ads on there, and they said... His insider said they did it to appease him, to keep him happy, to show him, to pump him up, to make his mood better. I'll just stop. My quote, Leah's life lessons, don't leave dead bodies. You might want to explain that because I have never had any, well, many people ask what that means. What so. that means is, <clears throat> you know, when you, when you have a falling out or disagreement or you go a different way, just don't leave dead bodies in your track. Tidy it up with a bow on it and move on. 
Don't leave dead bodies. Now, in today's COVID, it means wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why everybody was a little thrown off. Yes, they didn't know the what timing. I was I, I think I scheduled that post like seven months ago. Seven months ago. <laughs> it's kind of ironic how those quotes fall right, right into, into place. place. A divine intervention. Like the FBI later. has warned Trump that Giuliani was being used to spread false information about Hunter Biden. Trump ignored it and spread it too. It's now coming out that Giuliani is basically a Russian asset. The question is if it's wittingly or unwittingly. My guess is that he's wittingly. He knows what he's doing. He knows that there's nothing there. They've investigated over and over again, and he's trying to dig up dirt, just like he did four years ago when they found there was nothing there. Did you see the Giuliani um, uh, report that broke this morning? Yeah. With him and, and the Borat guy? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. That's going to be an it's investigation. Gonna be in the movie. Now there's going to be an and it's gonna and be the investigation. Movie, the movie comes out on Friday. Yeah. And, oh, it does on Friday? In Netflix. Oh, that's good. Or, no, it's on Amazon, I think. Yeah and, it is, so, yeah. yeah, and so what happened? He went out and he said a bunch of stuff, and that Barat, what's his name, Barat? How do you say it? Uh, Borat. Borat, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about. The it's actor, Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen, the 20 foot uh, actor that's always doing satirical stuff yes. about the campaign. So he apparently videotaped and did a scene with Rudy Giuliani that it's going to compromise Giuliani, and it could lead to an, an indictment. Charge. It charges. With an underage and girl. it's going to be out. And it's going to just show that they have been trying. Trump has been afraid of Joe Biden since before when he first got in office. He's been trying to trash him, trash him, and trash him because he knows that Giuliani is, I mean, that, that uh, Biden appeals to white men, mm -hmm. which is really Trump's base, and he, and he attracts uneducated are pre-college white men and educated white men, and Trump's big base are not college-adequate white men. And so he also knows that Biden is not a radical lefty, and he's responsible, and that he's qualified, and that he's a decent, and there's no garbage to find on him. So they can't find anything on him, so they go after the sun. Well, you know, he's not running against the sun, Trump. You're not running against Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's not going to be going to be president. And by the way, uh, uh, Biden's already said no one in his family will work in his administration, unlike the grifters from your family that are working in there that are supposed to be running their business. Remember, he was going to sever his yeah, ties, and the boys were going to run the business. Well, the boys are in the middle of the campaign constantly. And did you see that video put the out by Midas? I think it was Midas Touch or the I think it was Midas Touch or the Lincoln Project with Tiffany Trump. Oh, yeah. oh my God, it's hilarious. She, she's here partying for her birthday, and there's shrimp and lobster and champagne, and she's posing for the camera. And it's a big party with spot with those light things going off, and no one had a mask, and they're hugging and kissing. And then she goes from the party, and they put her on the stage uh, at the convention saying, I understand exactly what you're going through. I just got out of college, too, and I'm having a hard time finding a job, and I can relate to you, <laughs> which is hilarious. Oh, my God. So we only have how many minutes? Uh, we have about two minutes. Okay, so moving on. Um, oh, yeah, Trump made 66 false claims in three days, okay, according to CNN. Uh, by the way, did you see now he's already wanting to give this big contract? to a billionaire company and get it in before the election and people are raising hell about that. Another basically quid pro quo, mm -hmm. take care of me. And then he tweets out 
that, you know, this is how it works. Say Exxon calls me and they want some permits for something and I go, yeah, you know, I'm really great with Exxon and I love that industry and how's it going, boys, and isn't it great? Yeah, fine, okay, well, I need you to make a $25 million donation to my campaign. Trump is tweeting out and talking about this is how he operates every quid pro quo imaginable. So Exxon gets nervous about this and sends out a tweet, this never happened. Mm -hmm. I guess he was using them as an example, but that's how he operates. Everything is transactional with him. He told a, a group of Nevada, uh, a crowd in Nevada, that if Biden wins, that Christmas is going to be canceled. I just, the guy's a nut job. He, he's, he's, he's lost three campaign managers that have all been arrested, and he calls crooked Biden. Three campaign managers have been arrested. There's been one after the other indictment, arrest, and plea guilty, and more indictments in his administration, more in his administration than every other administration combined, and he's calling Biden Trump. He's doing the same playbook he did with Hillary. Yeah. Crooked Hillary, lock her up, lock him up. They were chanting lock up the governor of, the of uh, Michigan the night after it came out that she was going to be kidnapped, tortured, and and killed. That's unbelievable. General Kelly, his former chief of staff, who was a general, said that Trump is the most flawed person he's ever met. Meanwhile, I like to believe you, Kelly, but you're the one that also signed on, along with Christian Nielsen, Stephen Miller, and Jeff Sessions, to allow these children to be thrown in cages and separated from their parents. And now there's 535 children that they cannot that find, find their parents. parents. That has to be a priority. So Trump says he's going to move out of the country if uh, he loses. Well, you know what? That's an unlawful flight to avoid prosecution, <laughs> code 1073, according to one of the experts. So he says he's the best economic person. He's 8 million jobs. My 8 million people have fallen into poverty. 12.6 million are unemployed and 40,000 risk eviction and 13 million lost their health care. So, and he's in debt a billion dollars, and Shettle and Allison gave $750 million to Trump recently, but he saved $700 million on his taxes, so that makes sense, doesn't it? And, every, and the Washington Post reporting on Giuliani saying anything he says coming from Russia is contaminated, that he's an asset. And the QAnon supporters raised a million dollars for Pence. So we're going to have to leave it there. Absolutely. Okay, guys, the next time I talk to you, I hope, will be from Jeff's show. I hope you'll tag him and tell him yeah, you we'll missed me. We'll probably be off a couple weeks, maybe, or are you going to do it yet. out there? We're trying to figure it out. We'll figure it out. So we had fun. I didn't get to do everything. Vote! Vote, vote, vote. <laughs> vote! Biden! <laughs> Bye. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.